Hello! Welcome to the Odd Unicorn Podcast. I am your host, Silas. I'm your co-host, not Silas. (laughs) Andrew, actually. (laughs) Andrew, uh, I thought your name was not Silas. I changed it. It's Andrew now. Wow. I changed it, like, I changed it when I was born. I... (laughs) <laughs> so like in the womb what's his name not Silas <laughs> yep and then as I was born I'm like Andrew and they're like yeah that works <laughs> anyway <sighs> yeah yeah welcome I'm glad you're able to join us um yeah, yeah. good times Alright, we're good. Uh, wait, oh. <laughs> no, we got stuff to talk about. We do have stuff to talk about. I feel like I'm very far forward. There we go. Um, we are talking, specifically our topic, is forgiveness. Yes. This is actually a topic that my little sister, I literally, so I didn't even tell you this. I I was like, man, what, what should we talk about? You, We had already given the ideas of what we could talk about. And yesterday night, I was playing, what was I, was I playing Roblox, was I playing Minecraft with Joe, yeah, yeah, yesterday night I was playing Minecraft with Joe, and Felicity was here, and Ben was here, they're watching me, and I go, hey, Lissy, she goes, what, I said, what should my podcast be about, she goes, forgiveness, I was like, wow, actually, okay, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. So, that's how we came up with the topic. Um, yeah. So, we need to talk about that. But first, Andrew, how was your day? My day? It wasn't bad. Okay, what about your week? My week was good. I had a good week. Just overall, it wasn't super busy. Um... Yeah, it, I don't know. It was a good week. Yeah. Yeah. My week, it was, it was good. I'm trying to think. We didn't do anything Saturdays. Did, did, did. You went to Green Bay Saturday, so did we actually? Oh yeah. Wait. You went to Build. Yes, we went to Build the Bear. I'm actually gonna tell them about that because there's something else that's also making me happy. Okay. So, we went to Build the Bear with, uh, Felicity, my five-year-old sister, uh. And Joseph, my 10-year-old brother. And us three went to the mall. And for some reason, I don't even know why, the mall was insanely busy. Like, crazily busy. More than normal. It was like as busy as Black Friday was. Wow. I And I'm not even joking. I was there Black Friday, and it was the same. I'm like... What is going on? Okay, wait. No, actually, I take that back. Not quite as busy as Black Friday. Mm-hmm. But, like, Christmas shopping level busy. Yeah. And, like, it's the end of February. There's nothing going on. Valentine's Day is over. Like, why? I don't know. Either way, I had a 5-year-old and a 10-year-old. Oh? Anna asks why there's duct tape on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have no idea, Anna. <laughs> we're actually we're we're thinking of some ideas to uh make the wall look more beautiful. Oh, so you did this. No. No, I didn't <laughs> put it there. 
that's part of the thing that's making it uglier. Yeah, so now there's no duct tape on the wall. Except for right. There. That doesn't count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's um, that's holding plastic over yeah. the window. It was interesting. Trying to keep track of two kids as a 19-year-old guy. But really there wasn't any problem except for when I had to take Lissy to the restroom. Mm. But there was a really kind uh, um, group of ladies that was just sitting right by us. And I was like, hey, can you watch my brother while I take my sister to the restroom? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> we're good with that. Yeah. So all in all, and she got a rainbow teddy bear. And she named it. It was rainbow with shiny feet. Uh-huh. So she named it Rainbow Shot. <laughs> <laughs> She's a very creative name. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I spoiled both of them that day. That's good. Yeah, you need to spoil people every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. Yeah. Then they're absolute terrible people. Mm-hmm. Like me. I actually did kind of the same thing Saturday. Really? <laughs> well, like, not exactly the same. Okay. But um, I invited Elizabeth over. Because Ruth had mentioned multiple times, she's like, Elizabeth needs to come visit me again. So, like, a month ago, I texted mm-hmm. Elizabeth, like, hey, what are you doing February 25th? And she's like, I don't know. And so, we figured everything out without Ruth finding out. Wow. And um, so, she came over, and the plan was for her to hang out for the day and then stay the night and go to church uh, Sunday. So yeah, we went down to Green Bay, we had to meet up with, well we went, grab some lunch, meet up with a friend at Starbucks for some stuff, um, and then, what did we do after that? Oh, then I was like, okay, well what do you guys want to do? So then we went and wandered around Target for a bit, and then went to Cabela's Real mm-hmm. quick, because I had a $25 Cabela gift card. Ah, nice. Nice. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then we came home after that and watched a couple movies and went to bed. But yeah. Nice. So I, I kind of did the same thing, because I yeah. paid for everything for them, so. Did you know that at Starbucks, uh, at the Starbucks in Target, uh, any Target that has a Starbucks in it, Apparently, now I don't have this confirmed, I heard it on YouTube shorts, so you know it's true. <laughs> of course. Um, But apparently you can get free refills Oh. on your lattes. Wow. Apparently. Huh. I've not tried it. You might get laughed to scorn and kicked out of the store, but I mean, it's worth a try if you get an extra latte. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There was a story of a guy who literally, his friend, went and got three lattes during his shopping trip. And he's like... Wow. <laughs> and the people are just like, oh, yeah, here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Refill. Wow, that's, like, that's crazy. What? Let's try yeah. it sometime. We really... We, we, should, we should do that. Yeah. But then again, it could have been a lie. The whole thing. It could have been, yes. And then we would look like a fool. Could look it up. Study into it a bit first. Either that or we just go ahead first and do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to go with the second option. Anyway, back to the topic. Yeah. Forgiveness. Oh, boy. That's a hard one. Yeah, it well, is. 
though I I found it's it's weird. Forgiveness is one of those things with a lot of people. There's a lot of people where it's personality based. Mm-hmm. There's it seems to be one of those things. There's certain things that are just common to everyone. Now, everyone has difficulties with forgiveness, but I've noticed certain personalities have a harder time than others. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like an opposite. Like me, I'm very sensitive. I'm a very sensitive person, and I bond really closely to those I love. Mm. All right, I want to be near them. I want to know everything about them. I want to know if they're having a bad day, and I want to cheer them up. Well... Then if someone hurts someone I love, then I'm really upset. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to forgive them for that, actually. That's the worst thing. That's the thing I've held grudges against people the most, is not treating someone I love well. Now, you, I'm sure, have that, but probably to a less extent, or at least with, I would say, with less people. I actually completely understand. Oh, really? Um, although it was more on a personal level. Okay, yeah. I used to be a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just, I don't know, life. And <laughs> I'm much more apathetic than I used to be. Um, but yeah, I, I understand that just, it's, it's hard to forgive somebody when they... You know, hurt you on that deep of a level. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that for a lot of people is like the deepest hurt. Mm-hmm. Because if something happens to you, you've you've been taught, you know, especially as a guy, you've been taught toughen up, you'll get over it. And eventually, you know, you internalize that and you kind of do. Which, by the way, doesn't always work out very well. Yeah. So maybe modify that a little. But when someone you love gets hurt, it's really hard to let go of that. Mm. I actually, I was bitter at someone, which this is kind of leading in because bitterness is part of unforgiveness. I was bitter at someone for like 14 years for something that happened when we were kids to someone I loved. It's, and I didn't ha- hardly remember it until I saw the person again. And I was like, <sighs> then I had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, Forgiveness, I've seen, like I said, is hard. Hard for a lot of people. Um, But it's imperative. Because if you're not forgiving, a lot of bad things happen. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. What is forgiveness? How can you forgive? What happens if you don't forgive? I think probably how to forgive will put last. Yeah. I usually like to put the practical tidbits at the end. The how-to. The how-tos. That way, the last thing they remember is, okay, how do I get over this? How do I work through this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, let's start, like we often do, with a definition. Forgiveness is... I was going to look up the definition. Oh, that's right. Before we got here. <laughs> well... Yeah, I, I, I think none of neither of us are good enough at thinking of for you know, of, of of definitions without. Uh, okay, let me hear it. The act of forgiving. Wow. 
<laughs> the pardon of an offender by which he is considered and treated as not guilty. Oh, that that oh. really hits it right there. That? That really does. The oh. pardon of an offender by which he is considered or treated and treated as not guilty. And then read the last part. The forgiveness of enemies is a Christian duty. This is from the Webster, I think it's the 1828 dictionary. I don't remember for sure, but one of his one of his dictionaries. Yeah. That oh man. Yeah. Treated as not oh considered and treated as not guilty. See, that's the hardest part. Cause that's, it's oh. that's what makes forgiveness so hard right there. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to move past something. Yes. To physically, audibly, and, and mentally say, all right, fine, we're done with that situation. Mm-hmm. I'm done being mad about them about that. That they did wrong to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm justified in thinking they were wrong. But wow, to act as if they're not guilty? And to yeah. treat them and consider them. That's in the head. Yeah. That's hard. That's, that's your outlook on that person from now on. Wow. That's, that's actually... Wow, I need to take a moment and process that. That is... That makes sense. That, it does. That it, it clicks. Like, this is why forgiveness is so hard. Because, because in your mind, you always think in the back of your head, yeah, but they're still guilty. Yeah. I, I'm over it. It's done. It's in the past. I won't bring but it they up. they still did that. Yeah, I won't bring it up, but they... Uh-huh. But this, forgiveness, is to say, it's over, it's done, it's in the past, and I am going to act as if they didn't do it. I'm not I'm going, going to consider yeah. it as if they never did that. I'm not going to associate what they did with my opinion of them. Mm-hmm. They... Wow. See, that's... Now I'm thinking about all the time. Now I'm trying to think through my head. Am I being unforgiving to people? And now that I think about it, I probably am. Probably. At that's at this point, I think most people can look back and be like, "Wow, okay, there's some there's some changes that need to be made." For yeah, I think most of us. Wow, that that <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm big. just it blows my mind that's because big. I haven't thought about it that way. Ever. Yeah. I think about it of as you walk up to this person and you say, I am no longer mad at you. I'm no longer upset at you for this thing that you did wrong mm-hmm. or this disagreement we had. But to think of it as I no longer see you as wrong for having done that. It's like. That's tough. Yeah. Because internally, especially like I was just talking about where I I take up other people's offenses, okay? And I know they were offended no matter if I forgive them or not. I know whoever I was taking up the offense for was offended. And so to have to act as if, you know, hey... I'm going to pretend you didn't do that at all. 
or not even pretend. It's it's not that pretending that it didn't happen. Yeah, it's, it's completely changing your mindset on it. It's changing your mindset. It's like that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. That's in the past. And I you hear it all the time. Oh, that's in the past. But a lot of times when people say that, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's in the past, but I haven't forgotten about it. It's in the past, but I'm still living in the past. Yeah. It's like, you know, I hear old people, oh, yeah, I used to do that, but that's in the past. But they bring it up every time. Mm-hmm. Or young kids, well, even I've heard kids that were, you know, talk about how good they were at acting in high school or stuff like that. And it's like, oh, so you're still acting? No. <laughs> It's like the people, yeah, I was a great actor in my day. How long ago was that? 30 years ago. <laughs> um, hmm? Yeah. So you're living in the past, in that area. And if you don't say, all right, you're not guilty anymore. You're living in that past where they were guilty. That's where the phrase forgive and forget, I think, comes yeah. into play. That's... I th- Obviously, that's kind of where that was created. Just the definition of forgiveness. So, forgive and forget isn't two things. It isn't two things. It's one action. It's, it's tell them that we're done with this and be done with it. Forget- that's what forgiveness is. Yeah, so forgiveness is just refreshing your outlook on a person that has offended you. Wow. It's just like taking it. Erase data, refresh, start over. Yeah, see, I kind of, I can kind of relate to that because there's a certain person, I'm not going to mention their name, but they had made some mistakes in their life. I was not there in their life for those mistakes. And a lot of other people around me and around them were there for those mistakes. So I came into their life with no presupposition of who they were or what they were. Mm -hmm. In fact, I didn't even know about the mistakes until after I'd gotten to know them. Mm -hmm. And so I had and still have a very just neutral perspective on that person, whereas I feel a lot of other people probably have a more negative view on them. But to actually fully forgive someone is to actually have that refreshed, renewed perspective. Because mm-hmm. I know it happened, but I wasn't there when it happened. You weren't affected by and it. I wasn't affected by it. So I'm just like, hey, you know what? We're all human. And then you move on. Whereas other people that had been there and were affected by it are having a lot harder time moving on. And I, I, I feel like a lot of them have. But it's just... In, in that way, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And that true and full forgiveness is actually having that mindset. Having actually been affected, that's the key difference, is I hear it, and honestly, it's... We... Sorry, let me refresh. As Baptists, a lot of times we try to be hyper-spiritual. Is what I call it. Now, is it good to be spiritual? Absolutely. I am not saying it's not. You want to be in the word of God. You want to be acting like God, acting like Jesus. Hyper-spiritual is like 
trying to be more spiritual than you are. Mm. So hypocritically. Pharisaical. Yes. Like Pharisees. <laughs> yeah. So people say, you know, like with with some, you know, it's hard to move on. And people say, yeah, but with the Lord's help, you should move on anyway. And And sometimes I feel like it's almost discounting how hard it is. Mm. When you hear when you hear people talking about it, um, because it's it's still a battle with your flesh, mm-hmm. you know, and so to just be like yeah, and you just move on, it's like there's a lot more to it than that. When 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 because forgiveness is hardest when someone's actually hurt you. Mm-hmm. If someone just makes a mistake and messes up. You know, loses you some money, ruins something that belongs to you. Yeah, it's it's not great, but you just you move on. But I've noticed it's hardest to move on and to forgive when it has to do with people. Because you can't replace people. Yeah. So that's what forgiveness is. But I think maybe we should look at some of, like, the effects, the positive effects of forgiveness, the negative effects of... Unforgiveness. Mm, unforgiveness. Which is, event, which is quickly turns to bitterness. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe even, well, I was just thinking, that I'm, I'm going to start okay, out yeah. with the negative effects. Absolutely. Please do. <laughs> I was just thinking about how... How unforgiveness can affect people because now that now that we think about it from that definition yeah we now realize our the definition of forgiveness that we've had for our whole lives uh, not necessarily a definition but the um internalized definition yeah the the yeah we'll go with that internalized definition is it's just Getting over it, just yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm over it, and getting over it and moving on. That's that's kind of the implied. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, the yes. implied definition of forgiveness that mm-hmm. we have had through our whole lives, but one thing one thing that we hear so much lately, especially, is just how. How dark our world is, how sad this world is. You know, yeah, stuff like that. depression how, and anxiety yeah. and PTSD for anything. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's just so much of that yeah. in our world this these days. But I wonder how much of that is because somebody didn't forgive somebody else. They didn't they didn't forgive the way that we should be forgiving. And Maybe they didn't even realize it. Maybe they yeah. just didn't forgive the right way because, well... They didn't know the right yeah. way. Because I just found out the right way. Yeah, exactly. So that has affected their lives, and they affect the lives around them. So maybe even the people around them don't have the issue of having not forgiven somebody, but they're affected by that person who never forgave somebody in their past uh, they're always, mm-hmm. you know, their brain still goes back to that and it's like, they're still hurt by that situation. And they're, uh, they're 
not pushing their feelings on others, but that idea. But of, their your feelings will all your feelings. So, um, a lot of times we we focus on thoughts, mm-hmm. and rightly so. Thoughts are, thoughts are important. Thoughts are very important. What you think is who you are. Yeah. What you feel though, is how you are. Yeah. And if you, if you think a lot about thoughts and you don't worry about your feelings, then it is not going to turn out well for you. Well, there's there's actually in that there's something else that we hear often enough is use your words. I can't read your mind. We can't, we don't know what people are thinking. No. Nobody can know what somebody is thinking, but we can see what they're feeling. You can, yeah. Yeah, people's feelings are, as you said, what they are. That's their, that's how their thoughts are affecting them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the core of your personality. And then they act off of that. And so if you don't if you're not taking your feelings and your thoughts and you filter both through the word of God rather than focus a lot on your thoughts and depress your feelings as much as possible mm. which in a lot of Christian circles is how it's often implied yeah, yeah. is thoughts be very very conscious about them feelings bad bring them down Whereas thoughts and feelings, and I've learned this over time, and I'm sure I have much more to learn about it, seeing as I'm 19, but over time I've learned thoughts and feelings are two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. Thoughts and feelings both mixed together equals actions. Because feelings without thoughts, well, that's what our world is today. Yes. It's all about feelings. It's about not offending people. It's about making sure everything is appropriate and making sure appropriate for every single person that ever thinks. And that's <laughs> uh-huh. created minority culture, where minorities are given a bigger voice than majorities because those are people that are often not, their feelings aren't often taken into account because they're not a majority. Mm-hmm. And that that has just descended into chaos. I'm not sure how far, much further down it will go. But it's getting pretty bad. Guess we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah, we will. <clears throat> feelings without thoughts, really bad. Thoughts without feelings, now that's what we had in the Industrial Revolution. It was all about progress. It's about you get numbers out. Numbers in, numbers out. How can we cut our costs? How can we do it as cheap as possible? They did that by hiring children and making them extremely sick, making them do work that children's bodies honestly cannot do without being damaged hiring out anyone that would paying them as absolutely little as possible and rigging the system as much as possible to make sure they were making a lot of money and the people working for them weren't making a lot of money like they would have communal houses that the company owned Mm -hmm. they would have banks that the company owned they would have stores that the company owned you get money from them, and then you spend it on their stuff that they're getting a discount since they own the business. And it had no regard for how people felt. 
And the government, it got so bad, the government had to literally step in. That's why you have child labor laws and general work labor laws and like emissions laws and everything is, and laws about cleanliness and safety is because they didn't care about feelings. They didn't care about how people felt. They only cared about thoughts. What is logically a good idea? So, yeah, so it really all comes back to unforgiveness affects us on a deeper level than conscious. Yes. And so it really all comes back to not putting as much emphasis on filtering our life through the Bible as we as much as we need to. Yeah. And that is that's true is we need to filter everything and it's not only the thoughts you think because you can think the thought I have forgiven them. But mm-hmm. anyone can think that thought. Mm-hmm. A psychopath that doesn't have the ability to feel emotion can think the thought I no longer hate them. Mhm. But if you, you know, so you that's not enough. That's not enough to actually have been rid of that. Mm. You have to think the thought, I've forgiven them, and you have to subconsciously change your mind into believing, uh, subconsciously actually change your mind, not tr- uh, pretend, not mm. imagining. Mm. That's not what I'm, you know, advocating for. It's actually changing your mind to say, I no longer view them as a bad person. I no longer view them as a criminal. I no longer view them as an enemy. I view them as a friend. I no longer view them as guilty. I no longer view view them as guilty. Yeah. So, yeah, so the main, really the main detriment of unforgiveness is what we're seeing in our world today and that is not forgiving not forgiving correctly yeah rather than actually actually forgetting and moving on rather than actually seeing a person as not guilty we see them we just get over it and move on but then there's there is also just plain out unforgiveness. There is. Where and you just don't even try. You don't even try. And uh, that definitely needs to be acknowledged. And that's normally stubbornness. Mm. Um, or just someone who is too sensitive. So if you don't have a thick skin... It'll be hard to even go up to someone, which both of those are really tied to pride. Mm -hmm. So if pride is the problem, then you need to deal with that first. If you are pridefully saying, no, I'm not going to forgive them. I'm not going to be the better man and come up to them. They need to come up to me and say they're sorry first or, you know, and I've heard that. Yeah. Out of people's mouths being said unironically. Mm-hmm. And that's not how you live your life as a Christian. As a Christian, we should be ready to be for, ready to forgive. Quick to forgive. Yes. 
And so if you if you are on purposely not allowing yourself to even try to forgive someone, that is absolutely and only pride. Mm-hmm. And that is a that is a sin just as bad. It's put on the same scale as what was it? Was it fornication? Those put on the same list it's, as it's on the same list as multiple other things. It was there was a ton of things that you would think are the worst thing in the world, and it's put on the same list as them. Wait, well, Sodom and Gomorrah, we know of that story. Of yep, there was there was what we know today as sodomy. And there was just a complete ungodliness throughout the whole countries, this or cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. But in the Bible, it says their sin, the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah, the reason they were destroyed was pride. Yeah, that's the that's, root of mm-hmm. what it is. Which actually, it's weird. You would think people would learn from history or at least try to mask it more. But now we have and legally mandated because I don't know. There's nothing better to do, I guess. Uh is the month of pride. Mm-hmm. The pride month. And those two things they're the same thing. It was the sin of pride that caused Sodom and Gomorrah to sin. Uh, caused Sodom and Gomorrah to get into that horrible lifestyle. And so, yeah, if you are uh, unwilling to forgive someone, then you have pride in your life, and you deal with that. Now, oh, yeah. Yeah, so one of the lists that is pride is part of is thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, Pride, foolishness, that's Mark 7.22. But I was just looking it up here. There's 50 verses in the Bible that specifically have the word pride in them, that specifically talk about pride. But you were saying pride is the biggest problem in unforgiveness, but I would have to disagree. I think there's pride, but then there's also anger. When you're mad at somebody... That's, you're, you're, actually, you're right. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. Because, like, when you are mad at somebody, you don't like them, maybe that's not necessarily an issue of pride. Now, not going to somebody and saying, I forgive you for the wrong that you've done. Can be. Can be prideful. Can be like, well, I'm not good. So, I guess, I guess I would, I guess I I think I do actually kind of agree with you. Well, actually, I think I agree with your disagreement to a point. To a point, yes. So a lot of the the inability to come up, I, I feel like there could be two possibilities. So it could be pride, where you just want to show yourself is right. Mm-hmm. So if you are not going to apologize to someone because you want to be right, which I know people that are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, myself included, but if you, if you do not want to go up to someone and say, I forgive you because you want them to do it, you know, that's pride. Mm. If you're not wanting to go up to them 
and say, I'm sorry because you are so upset at what they did that you don't even want to talk to them. You don't want to even see the face. Now, I've, I've been in both situations. I've been in the situation where I'm just like, no, they should say it. They should say it first. You know, and that's, you know, that's just pride. Mm-hmm. But then I've been in this situation where I was so hurt by someone that I'm like, I can't even talk to them cordially, much less forgive them for what they did. And eventually I had to. Mm-hmm. Eventually I had to, what I had to do, it was really hard, is I had to, I moving on from that, it's actually really hard. From uh, there was just a certain situation where someone that I cared about was being treated wrong, and I got ridiculed for helping. And so yeah, then I got really mad, and that is not right. Mm-hmm. I I've learned now. I've heard I've heard views one way or the other about whether anger should even happen. I don't know for sure, and I'm not going to rule on that because I haven't studied it out well. Mm -hmm. But what I know for sure is when you are mad at someone to the point of not being able to even talk to them about your disagreements, I know for sure that's sin. Because it says, as much as lieth within you, live peaceably with all men. Mm -hmm. And you should love the brotherhood. And when you're hating someone, well, God specifically says, yeah, no, that's it's absolute sin. Mm-hmm. And so you, I think you're right that it, it is, it's two sides. It mm-hmm. could be pride or it could be anger or it could be both. Yeah. Um, and so. So the detriments are the, the, the neg- negative effects of not forgiving is just is well one the effect on, that it has on the people around you and yep. that's what we just talked about but then there's also the effect that it has on yourself there's yeah. you're just there's the negative thoughts in your mind there's but then when you start going down that the negative thoughts of the mind affect you there's when you are when you're having negative thoughts when you're I don't know, not happy when you're depressed, yeah. all that stuff that is affected, that affects your health. Oh yeah. I I know that specifically because there was there was a period of time where I was really upset and stressed about a bunch of different stuff. I couldn't sleep. I and it was hard to eat and I got sick like once a month at least. Mm. To the point where I couldn't even go to work. And that was like, oof, yikes. And eventually, and I realized eventually that it was a mindset. Well, and there was something in my life that was causing me to be very stressed. And after taking that out of my life, it did help. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that's a different topic for a different day. Yeah. But yeah, what you think and what you internalize can absolutely extremely affect you in every way Mm -hmm. and so that's that's a huge negative effect the other thing is spiritually Mm -hmm. hurts you spiritually so much because when you are mad 
and you when you're harboring something the last thing you want to do is talk to god about it mm-hmm. because you as a christian if you are saved you already know what god thinks about it you already know that he says it is murder to hate your brother you already know that god says he that has friends must show himself friendly and that you and then you think about what Christ has done for you and then you really get convicted cuz you're like he loved people that absolutely hated him and that tortured him and killed him and so that's the other thing if you're har- harboring bitterness and anger your spiritual walk will not be good at all yeah and then the last thing is it affects the person you're angry at. And I know this from the other way around. There's been times where I've accidentally or without thinking offended someone. Or we had a disagreement and I didn't know it hurt them, but it did. Mm-hmm. And it is so upsetting, especially if you're a more sensitive person. When you hurt someone. And so to not have that closure of, hey, are we good, is really upsetting. And it, it, it hurts even the person you're upset about. And there could be people watching now that you're upset. You're like, I don't care how they feel. Well, you should. All right, they're a soul. They're, they are someone that God loves a lot. And so if you are care so little about them that you're not willing to love them with Christ's love, then yes, you have a problem. And so those are those are a lot of the negative effects. Yeah, but then there's the positive effects. There is the positive effects because oh. wow, this is getting depressing. <laughs> we need some good news here. The positive effects of forgiveness. Really, the positive effects are just the opposite. It really the is, because there's there's really not a lot of nuance to the way it affects people. Mm-hmm. It's a directly bad and good. Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to add, because you're talking about how the world is so dark. Could you imagine if you held every single thing you were ever upset about? Imagine how you felt when you were first upset about something that really upset you, okay? And then imagine keeping that. That's what. And that's then the next time saying. you're upset, instead of replacing it, no, you add on to it. Mm-hmm. You add on to it. It's like a burden. That's And eventually it will crush you. And that's why depression happens. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it in my own life. Is It's when you get the crushing weight of stress and disappointment and just a lot of times self-inflicted harm where it's just like, you're so upset that your body just can't, your mind and body just can't handle it anymore. Because mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people say depression is fake. I don't think it's fake. I just don't think it has the same cause that a lot of people say. Mm-hmm. I think the cause is often not being able to give things over to God, not being able to let things go. I heard it said this way. If you hold a glass of water... How heavy is it? Well, it's, it's not too heavy. You can hold it. 
So you hold it out like this. Well, you could hold it for a couple minutes. But after a few minutes, well, it starts to feel a little heavy. After an hour, your arm starts to ache. After a day, you're like, your arm's about to fall off. Well, that's what worry is. That's what stress is. And that's what unforgiveness unforgiveness, will cause. It will cause that burden where, hey, I'm upset with you for something you did. Okay, that's like taking a glass of water. But then you say, but if we've resolved it, then I forgive you and we're done. Mm-hmm. And that's setting it down. So yeah, the positive effects is just... Relief! The relief, the happiness, <sighs> the, the joy that yes. can be on you, on the people around you, just end of the... Um, the fellowship, the relationships. Yes. You can restore relationships with there, people you've been mad at. Yes, there's people I've been mad at that are now some of my best friends. And I just... It's, it's, it's insane the amount of relief you have. Where you can finally... You walk out your door and everything is just more saturated. Everything just feels brighter and more colorful. And you feel... It's like you have that song in your heart again. Mm -hmm. For those of you who haven't experienced it, because I experienced it later in life where the Lord would just put a song in my heart and skip in my step, and when you're upset, it's gone. Mm -hmm. And when you're in sin, that's gone. And when you're bitter at someone, you're in sin consistently because you're consistently not doing what Christ would do, which would be loving and forgiving. Yeah, so, but the benefits, the that joy, that relief, that restored fellowship with others, there's all of that. Another thing I was thinking about is there's, we're talking specifically about forgiving or not forgiving others, but there's also yourself. When That's you screw true. something up, when you mess up something, now... There's a difference between excusing yourself and forgiving yourself. Yes. You don't want to just excuse, like, oh, well, I'm just going to forget about it because I messed up. Okay, whatever. But, obviously, you should, you have to fix whatever wrong you did. Yep. But then, once it's fixed, once it's solved, you have to forgive yourself. You have to be done with it. You have to be done. You have to be like, it's done. I... I fixed it. It's it's solved. Whatever it is, to the best of my ability, however yep. I can. But then now I just need to forgive myself. I need to and consider and treat myself as not guilty. And that's that's huge because there's a lot of people that will think to themselves, "Well, yeah, I I was forgiven, and and I'm no longer, you know, I forgave myself, but I'm still not a great person." Mm-hmm. I'm still not well that's not true mm-hmm. because well if the Lord has forgiven you and that's the thing he even says it he says that in his word your sins are as far as the east is from the west buried in the depths of the deepest sea okay so not only does he say hey I'm no longer mad at you for those sins no he doesn't 
he, he, in his mind, allows himself to not even acknowledge their existence. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't remember them. He doesn't remember them. Mm -hmm. The Lord of all eternity, who can remember and does remember anything and everything, who created time itself, is still able and allows himself to forget your sin. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's big. I mean, you he could hold it over our heads. For eternity. For eternity, and he would be absolutely right to do that because he's never done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. He has a standard that he has kept, and yes. he's totally justified in expecting us to yeah. keep the same standard. Half of us make standards that we don't keep ourselves and get <laughs> upset with people for. Yes. So, the benefits, that's part of it, is realizing, wow, I've forgiven them just like God's forgiven me, and then you're just spiritually alive. Mm-hmm. Now, spiritual death, spiritual life, specifically is talking about salvation. So I don't want to get that confused. But it's that, like David said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Mm-hmm. Create a new heart within me and blot out all my iniquities. Blot out. If it's blotted out, it's unreadable. Mm-hmm. Like if your pen breaks and like all the ink spills on the pages more than likely, you're not going to be able to read the letters that the ink went on. And that's what happens, is it blots out. Mm-hmm. It's unreadable. He does. He can't even see what it was. All the iniquities, gone. He has a joy of your salvation, that spiritual joy. And that new heart, where your heart, instead of thinking, I'm mad at them, or thinking... I'm mad at myself and I'm worthless. It's thinking, wow, God is so good. And so I will just forget about the problem, the mistakes I've made and instead look to God to move forward in my Christian life. So how do we do that? <sighs> I've already got some thoughts on it. I, I will, I will uh, attempt to... Elaborate some, and then let you do the smart talking. Okay. Um, one of the big things is, well, first of all, it's a slow process. All right? It's not going to happen overnight, um, and it will take time. But the first thing you have to do, and I've learned this, is you think back to when you weren't mad at them. It, it, this helps me. It's just a little exercise I did and I've done more than once, is you think back to when you weren't upset with them. How did I treat them? How did we talk? How were we? And, you know, this I'm specifically talking about friends, but even if it's someone that you're not friends with and it's just, oh, I treated them just like any other stranger. Okay, then just do that. I treated them like a friend. I treated them like a good friend, a close friend. Then do that. And you start there. You go, all right, I'm going to treat them this way, and it might be hard at first, and it might be awkward, but I'm just going to do it because I want to reset my mind into into 
knowing that we're done with this. Alright? Well, I'm treating them like a friend because they are a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm treating them like my family because they are my family. I'm treating like them like they've done no wrong because that's the way I view them now. And that's something I've done and had to do. A lot. Yeah. So, yeah. My thoughts on this is start out when when you realize you need to forgive somebody start by praying yes start by praying yep look in the bible and see what god says on forgiveness and put that to put that to use i guess you could say in your life so um well really forgiveness is simple how to it's literally in the definition that we read. You um, consider and treat them as if as if they're or as not. Let me see what it says. The pardon of an offender by which he is considered and treated as not guilty. So you consider and treat that person or yourself as not guilty. But yeah. something to remember in this is that it did happen. Yep. This situation, whatever it is, it did happen. So, things are not going to go back to the way they were before that. I agree. That's impossible. Situations have changed. You've changed because of that situation. And so have they. They've changed because of that situation. Or if it's just you, then... Anyway, um... So that's why I was like I was saying earlier, you gotta forgive, forget, but then we we'll also have to refresh. It's time to start new. Yep. Especially so, especially thinking you to somebody else. Consi- consider and treat that person as not guilty. That that in and of itself is gonna be hard. Yeah. But to but also remember when. N- Coming back to your relationship with that person, it's time to start new. Starting from ground zero. Yeah, you gotta start new because everything's different. Yep. You you gotta change the way you act with that person because they are different because of an experience they had, which was yep. the experience. And you are now different because of that same experience. So we treat them and consider them as not guilty. Yes. But we cannot forget that, otherwise we repeat history. That's true. It's it and and the other thing to consider is when you when there's something that's hurt you so bad that you're unwilling to forgive someone, normally you've ruined a relationship. Mm. Normally in one person's eye or another Sometimes it's not two ways. Sometimes you're really upset and they have not the foggiest idea and mm-hmm. couldn't don't have a clue. But in one of the two or both, that relationship is gone. Mm-hmm. Which means you need to start a new one. Yeah. Like you're saying. You need to start from the beginning and learn who they are. Learn what their strengths and weaknesses are. Learn where the boundaries need to be set. Right? Because since both of you are different people, there needs to be different dynamics, different 
um, maybe different boundaries, different restrictions, different, you know, just different ways of treating them. And so, yeah, you're right. As sad as it is, people change mm -hmm. and we can't get around that. And especially when something has really hurt you and it's really hard to forgive them, things aren't going to go back to normal. But there's a chance that if you, through the love of Christ, handle it the way Christ would have you handle it, could be better. Yeah. You could both grow and learn. Yeah, so it's how to. It's literally just consider and treat them or yourself as not guilty and remember that now it's time to put some work into a new relationship. Yeah. Because it's completely different. It's not the same relationship. It's 100% new. Yeah, wow. That's, there that, it is. Was, <laughs> that was uh, was well-timed. Yeah. So, now to the last segment. Uh, and always a light-hearted segment, even though often our podcasts get really heavy. They can, yes, they can. Really heavy, really fast. But I'm okay with that because life is heavy and yes. life is hard. But our light segment, what's making you happy, Andrew? What's making me happy? Well, um, again, just still that... Um, th this is actually something I was talking to my mom about. Okay, and yeah. I was going to mention this... I think I was going to mention it a couple weeks ago, but I forgot. <laughs> anyway, um, as I said a while back, I am not, I'm not a very expressive person. Yep. So happiness for me is not as expressive as it is for other people. And many times for me, it's just contentment. Okay. So for me, when life's good... Or whatever, just seeing God work through life, things working out the way they should, or just trusting in God to... Anyway, contentment is... Uh, life's good. That's why when I say the week was good, there may have been a lot of junk in the week, but it was good because I was content with it. Yeah. So that's, as per usual, that's what's making me happy. But there's a couple... And a, a few specifics. Okay. So, like I was saying, Saturday, we uh, went down to Green Bay. We did that stuff, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. I had that $25 Cabela's gift card. Oh, yeah. And um, as we've talked about in the past, I have an obsession with knives. Yes. Um, and so I used it on another Ooh. knife. Um, yes. Yeah, it's a... It's a Kershaw knife, and now the interesting thing was um, spring-assisted. Sorry, I'm going to go over a little bit, and then I'll come back to that. Uh, spring-assisted is just, it's got, what it's is, got a knife. I think it's uh, like a, similar to like the sax knife of the Vikings. Yeah, it's it's almost a Tonto blade. But like in reverse. But yeah, it's, it's more of, um, it's... Uh, I think it's called a curved Tonto blade. I don't remember for oh, sure. Okay. But anyway, um, the interesting thing about it is it's very small. And oh. I have large hands. So that's a little weird because usually I like things to fit in my hand nice. But this is just the right size for me to fidget with. And I like to fidget. Uh, so you 
Yes. It's just, it's the perfect size. It's nice. It's a good blade. It's made by Kershaw. Um, a good blade knife. It's sturdy. It's strong. And honestly, yeah, I'm liking it. It's been fun. Yeah. Um, probably another, the big thing was my new watch. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. You have to show the camera. Show the folks at home. Uh, here, I'll just take it off real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So this is something I've been wanting to get for a very long time is a good go away. A good smartwatch. Now, first glance, eh, where's the camera lens? Right there. there it is. First glance, that doesn't really look like a smartwatch. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it'll show. Yes, it does. There it is. It's very blurry, but it shows. The screens in there. There's two little screens. They've got the different functions on there, uh, et cetera, yes. et cetera. It's got the uh, the uh, scanners on the back for the yep. heart rate, heart rate and et cetera, and et cetera. Blood oxygen, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I finally, it was on a good deal. I was planning on saving up for it. I'm still going to save up to pay myself back on this, but. Um, yeah, so I've been really enjoying it. I got it in yesterday, and yeah. it's just, it's been a lot of fun. It's kind of funny. Uh, I wore it to work. I got 6,000 steps while I was just standing there doing nothing. <laughs> or, well, not doing nothing, but doing my job, and I move my arms a lot, so, yeah. I Probably got... half of those were standing steps. Yeah. At least, <laughs> actually. And Anyway, so... But yeah, that's been making me happy. Another thing that's making me happy, specifically today, oh, I took that, sorry, um, was answered prayer. It was something, so Ruth and I, every morning, I get up, I get ready for work, and then I wake her up just before I leave, and we pray for the morning. And um, one thing that I pray every morning is... I just ask God, I say, you know, um, help Ruth to rest well, help her to be able to get up on time, and to be able to get done what she needs to, whatever that is for the day. Uh, and today, she actually, for whatever reason, her phone did not charge. I don't remember, maybe she forgot to plug it in, or it just didn't charge. Sometimes her cable has issues, but anyway, um... And so she woke up late compared mm -hmm. to the time that she wanted to get up. Anyway, she, because she was going to go up north and practice with the students oh, yeah. for solo ensemble. Well, so yeah, she showed up late. Um, and then she realized today had been a, a late start school day because of the snow, oh. because of the weather. So she actually woke up on time and showed up on time and hey. so just to see that answer to prayer god god woke her up when she needed to he he essentially i think he gave her two hours extra sleep because she didn't actually need to wake up at that time and he knew that she needed some extra sleep yeah so that was just really that's cool. awesome yeah um what's making me happy oh i got a big one for you guys so it's it's making me happy and it's also making me nervous because I've been, well, I've told you a lot, 
um, because I'm a bit of a whiner, about how my job isn't necessarily suited for me. Um, or rather that I just don't particularly enjoy it. Mm. But the Lord gave it to me, and I am actually, I've learned. At first I wasn't thankful for it, but now I really am. He's allowed me to save up and get, you know, stuff to help bring my message to people. And it's been a huge asset. I've been able to save up for a lot of different stuff, get gifts for people. And so I'm very thankful for my job. But then there was a point where I didn't know if I should change jobs or not. And so... I decided to ask the Lord. I said, hey, if you want me to stay at this job, give me this specific position. And if you do not want me to stay at this job, because it was an open position, if you do not want me to th- stay at this job, then don't don't leave the door open and, and just don't give it to me. Don't even entertain it. I then waited for quite a while and instead of opening that position, they actually closed down that position and found other ways of working around it. And so now that position really isn't even anyone asking for it. And so I was like, all right, well, that's the Lord's sign to move on. And I looked for jobs, and I found one that I didn't even know existed, helping... Um, Helping, it's called ABA. Some people might know what that is. Helping autistic kids with different behavior and skills that they need in the real world. Hello, William, by the way. I see your comment. It's great to have you here at the tail end, but of course you can rewatch everything. Um, and so I applied for the job helping with that, and I got an interview, and I got a Zoom interview, and they're immediately like, we want to offer you the job. Now, the job wasn't exactly what I thought it was as far as financials. But I was able to figure it out and it it works out well. And so I took the job and yeah, so I'm going to be getting a new job. So that's really great. Also a little bit nerve-wracking um we'll see what all happens as far as how the youtube goes and how we're gonna do stuff i'm still gonna be on here actually probably more because i'll have more time but we'll see how that goes so i'm very very thankful and happy about that so yeah that is that is it we are done thank you all for watching um always love to see you guys here and i will see you i don't there's there's nothing else anything else to say i don't think so anything else to announce um i got another short or two up uh, since the last time i talked oh yes yeah go ahead and uh, check those out yeah oh they're always fun yeah it looks like we just have regular schedule yep here out we're, we're working on some stuff, but I don't know when that will be done. But yeah. soon, possibly. Anyway, thank you guys for watching and listening. Of course, a lot of you. 
and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.